Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is the Lombardi Live with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. If you're in Vegas, stop by an MGM property. Bring your state-issued ID. You're ready to bet within minutes. Got to be 21 years or older. It's 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. All season long, of course, Michael Lombardi, Patrick Maher. Happy New Year's Eve. All season long, the host of Bet Prep, Matt Humans, has joined us. Circa Invitational. So, Here's one thing I will say. I got a text from Felica as we say hi to Matt Humans and happy New Year's Eve. I got a text from Felica and he said this. He's going to win the 25 grand. If he goes five and five over the next two weeks, Kazarian from ESPN would have to go eight and two to beat him. Can you corroborate? Uh, that's correct. Uh, so Chris Felica is a math major. He has figured that out. Yeah. So he's essentially got a two and a half game lead on Doug because of the tiebreaker. And, um, uh, the Bears is in the driver's seat right now. The clear favorite to win the Circa Friday Football Invitational. Things have been you know, going his way, you know, and uh, he's 12-4 and four on his best bets. Got to give him credit. Uh, he's, um, he's been seeing the board really well, especially in college football the entire season. You know, it's really been impressive as hard as it is in pro football, as you know. But in this week, I, 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 I have kept track of everybody's picks for the, the whole <laughs> entire thing. And – you know they 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 all have diff- like Doug's on Georgia, and and the Bears stayed away from pretty much all the college games except for Kansas State, you know, and and Doug's on over and under totals, which you guys can do in the contest. So it's kind of interesting how they're not even they're they're staying away from one another on all the bets because there is so many options out there for them, pro and college, and over and under totals. Yeah, I thought it was odd that Bears sent me his picks, and he's got four NFL plays this week, and only one college game. And uh, the Bear and Kazarian are opposite on the Kansas State-Alabama game as a best bet. Uh, the Bears got K-State. Doug's got Alabama uh, as his yeah, best there's bet. A, so, that's a, that's yeah. a pick. One somebody's going to pick up. That could be the end of it right there, too. Yeah, it could be. If K-State covers, that's probably going gonna, gonna to make it tough for Doug to um, overcome that deficit. But uh, I, I thought it was strange that, uh, the Bear did not pick more college games, but he, he sent me a text and said, I, I hate the college games this week, which I found surprising. Yeah, and he, I think he, t- I think he locked in Kansas State at seven, and now we've seen that number jump up seven and a half. We've seen a couple of eights floating around there as well with Alabama Lane at Matt. Well, it's eight right behind me here at Circus Sports, so uh, gotcha. I'm, I'm not surprised by that. It's uh, That number was as low as two and a half. 
And then you had the announcement that Bryce Young and Will Anderson are going to play. It's been steadily climbing. And uh, people tend to bet the favorites on game day. And um, there has been there was some sharp money on Alabama to drive it up to seven. But if you're betting Bama and laying more than seven at this point, that's not sharp money. Yeah, that's probably, you know, you could have gotten in a lot earlier. That's right. why I was so surprised. It was, as I asked Jick Jack, I mean, I, I assumed the number was posted because they didn't think Young was going to play. You know, and, and and now that he is playing, and what is his and, and obviously, just listening to Nick's commentary, Matt, about how he feels like this has been their best bowl prep. That that all the guys that have sucked the energy out of the program this year are no longer in the program. So we'll see if that translates on the field. Yeah, and this is a well coached K State team too. That's legit. Now TCU's in the playoff. And when uh, K-State played the Horned Frogs in Fort Worth in the regular season, K-State was up 28-10. to Its top two quarterbacks went down with injuries, and the third stringer came in and threw a pick on his first pass, and that led to uh, TCU's big comeback. So uh, the quarterbacks are healthy now for K-State. It's um, Deuce Vaughn's one of the best running backs in the country. I think this is going to be a really competitive game, even with Bryce Young and Will Anderson playing. And, Michael, the last thought on this is there's speculation out there that Young and Anderson might not play four quarters. I think that's nonsense. If you're going yeah, to right. opt in and say, I'm going to come back and I'm going to play in this bowl game, you're coming back to play in the bowl game to win. You're coming back to play four quarters. Why would you come back to play two? I don't, I don't uh, agree with that. I, I, I don't understand that. Now, I, if the game's out of hand, right. I get them taking them out, right? But yeah. Like no, and and what we were told was nil money is why they're playing, right? I think this is the motivation. I mean, they've kind of gotten part of their nil package is this game too. So you know, I, I can't imagine that they're just oh we're winning, we're going to take this thing out. So yeah, I I, I I would be very disappointed if the players removed. Look, I haven't thought to me. I'd be interested in what you think. I don't think Will Anderson dominated like he did two years ago. Like I thought he was going through the motions this year a little bit. I didn't think he had the kind of year he needed to have. Well, you're right, and the the sack numbers and the tackles uh, for loss numbers reflect that he was not the dominant force he was before. But I still believe both those guys will be top five picks. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Are yeah. you a Bryce Young guy? Now, I uh, think the true measurement's probably closer to 5'10.5", 5'11", smaller than he even looks on TV. Where do you stand on the quarterback? Well, it's a, he's an interesting prospect because he, he's not much of a runner, really. He is uh, somewhat elusive in the pocket. I, I think his greatest asset is he's got an incredibly high football IQ. Great, yeah. in, great instincts, and uh, he's an accurate passer. I like him, uh, but I also look at the quarterbacks who are coming out in 2023 and 2024, and he would not be uh, one of my top three-rated quarterbacks. I think the 24 class is going to be loaded. Uh, so, But as far as the 23 draft goes, you take Bryce Young. If you're a team like the Texans, uh, you can't go wrong. I think you have to do something like that. What I worry about, Matt, is he's not a big man. Right, and, small, slightly you know, We built. are now on – we're 64 quarterbacks. <clears throat> it's the most since the strike year in 87 that 64 different players will play quarterback in the National Football League this year. I mean, yeah. that, that's a powerful that, – that, that, that's a lot of problems there. Yeah, it's a big number. We got two more this week, right? David Blau just signed two weeks ago by the Cardinals is going to start – for Arizona, he's number 64. That, that's a record for a non-strike season. So th- there's definitely a lack of quality quarterbacks in the NFL. But, uh, you know, I do like Bryce Young. I, I, like, like Michael said, I, I've, I've said the whole time, he's, he's pretty slightly built, and I wonder about his durability at the NFL level. But as far as this quarterback class goes, I think he's the best. We were having a little fun with Iowa, Kentucky, just because the total. No doubt. If I, if I if I forced you here, it's Iowa laying three. Kentucky, of course, no Will Levis. Uh, the total is was thirty and a half at one shop. Now it's thirty one and a half at most shops. If I forced you on that total, what way would you go? Under. Um, <laughs> so these teams played. This is ironic. These teams played in the bowl game last year, and it was a Wild West shootout that Kentucky won twenty to seventeen. Mm. Uh-huh. So mm. I, I think this year it's going to be something like uh, 16 to 10. I, you know, I, I would lean under. I don't have a bet on this game, and um, I wouldn't recommend anything here, but 
you asked me, so that would be my answer. I, I would. Well, I, I, I probably would have played Iowa at less than three, and uh, you could bet under thirty-one and a half right now at Circa. Let me ask you about a game that I know you do have a bet on. That's Tulane. That's coming up on the second. Remember, no New Year's Day games this year. They don't want to go up against the NFL. Tulane, USC. Uh, USC's laying the two right now. Fritz has done an amazing job with the program, and Spears is a tremendous running back. I think you are on the green wave here, correct? I am. I, I took Tulane plus two. You got a big time running back. and you've, Like you said, Willie Fritz done a really good job coaching this team. You got, a lot of times these bowl games come, come down to, it's cliche, motivation, uh, but the, the green wave is going to be sky high to play in this Cotton Bowl. And USC, it's got to be a little bit depressing to be in this bowl game when you were this close to being in the playoff. And you got beat down 44-7 to by Utah after you had an early lead. Plus Caleb Williams, a Heisman winner. He's got a hamstring issue. Uh, he says he's going to go. I'm not completely buying that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's out on the field before the game, says I can't go, and he doesn't start. Or... He doesn't play four quarters. I think Bryce Young's right. going to be in it to play four. I'm not sure Caleb Williams is going to finish uh, that game. I do like TCU. That's the team that really wants to be there. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, this is TCU's Super Bowl, or and Tulane, they're good. Tulane, sorry. Tulane, I, I agree with that. I mean, to me, this is like – like I don't think USC ever could ever imagine Tulane is really a good team. Right, Even though the right. tape tells them they're a good team, I think it's hard for those kids, oh, we're playing Tulane. This isn't going to be that hard. Watch them. Just watch their, their offense. offense is watch. awesome. Yeah. Their it's offense is so good. Yeah, Patrick totally Maher agree. loves that Tulane offense. Maher if I'll it. take it easy, humans, I'm Go just on. trying to help the conversation along. Awesome. My goodness, you're killing me every week. Thirty-five point okay, two points per game. That's what Patrick told me. Thank, thank you yeah. very much. Thank you for fact-checking me, Mr. Grumpy. You like laying <laughs> two with Utah, Penn yeah. State. We both agree with you. I know that'll frustrate you. I'm on your side here, but I do no. like Utah as well. What that do you does, got? Doesn't frustrate me at all. You know what <laughs> frustrates me is having a half hour sleep, no breakfast, and I come in here and I got these spotlights right in my face. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll get over. We gotta get you so some breakfast. You look like I Ryan mean, Gosling. I thought it was Ryan Gosling who stepped into the studio. Breakfast, my man. I know. I'll get breakfast right after the show. Uh, I, I do like Utah. The Utes were in the Rose Bowl last year. Kyle Whittingham wants to win this game badly. Cameron Rising was a quarterback in that game a year ago. Utah had four separate fourteen point leads. Rising went down with an injury. Ohio State came back, won the game by three. I think it was 48-45. to 45. This Penn State team is not as talented as last year's Ohio State team. And um, I'll take Rising over um, Sean Clifford, and I'll take Whittingham over uh, James Franklin. I think Utah is yes. going to be really uh, fired up to play in this game in Pasadena. I think so too. I, I'm excited for it. I think you, people, you can't underestimate Utah's toughness either. Right. You know, everybody thinks they're a Pac-12 team, but they're tough. I mean, they they have Big Ten toughness, if you will. And we'll see if Penn State does. And you know, I, I agree with you, Clifford and James Franklin against Whittingham. You know, and and, and the quarterback. I, I think to me, I'm going your way. Well, you said it, and I, I said that on the show last night too. This Utah team is kind of built like a Big Ten team. They play smash yep. mouth football. They're physical, and they beat down USC. Yep. Okay. Here, here's the job for our producer Elliot Bauman during the break. Go <laughs> find an orange juice and an egg McMuffin for oh, the yeah. big guy sitting at the desk. Come okay. <laughs> let's let's take care of them and dim the lights a little bit. Jeez, it's New Year's Eve. When we come back, the semis right now. You've got Ohio State, Georgia, Georgia laying six. TCU, Michigan. I see a shop at eight. Most shops sitting seven and a half. We'll get the take from, of course, Matt Humans next here at Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. 
That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, exciting news. Our betting splits are updated every 10 minutes directly from DraftKings, part of the Pro Tools. When you become a VSIN Pro, it's a whale of a deal. Check it out, vsin.com slash subscribe. Money and bets for every game, today's games, and future events. Get the betting splits when you become a pro, vsin.com slash subscribe. You can hear live reads from Matt Humans on Bet Prep on Fridays and Saturdays. Of course, he joins us here on the Lombardi Line. I'd pay just to hear the humans live reads. By the way, uh, the the daily newsletter, which our buddy Bill A.D. puts out, he does his best Mitch album every single day and kills it. Mm-hmm. I noticed that he hunted you down for a preview of Georgia, Ohio State. Can you take us behind the scenes, how he contacts you and how <laughs> annoying it is for you to have to write these every day? Well, it's not annoying at all. I actually put those write-ups up on the website. Patrick, don't be so grumpy. You know, it's not... Happy New Year, Remember, remember when I asked you if putting together the betting guide was a pain in the you-know-what, and you shot back. You said, this is the best time I've ever had. No, you had a great write-up on Georgia and Ohio State. Yesterday, that was sitting six and a half, mm. and just across the board, it went to six. So that's where we sit right now. Were you surprised by that half point moved down? Yeah, we did separate write-ups on every bowl game, and we posted at uh, vcin.com. I did a bunch of those. So um, this, this is an interesting game here, too, because uh, – I know sharps on both sides of it. I actually took – I was waiting for this to move to seven. I, I thought we were going to get seven with the Buckeyes. It's at six and a half, and some sharp groups moved – at least one sharp group moved on uh, Ohio State plus six and a half. And then that kind of causes a domino effect where other groups are afraid they're going to miss the six and a half, so they start playing it, and it drops to six. If you wait till game day, the public might bet this up to seven. You know, it's a cat and mouse type of game. I, I had to buy Ohio State up from six and a half to plus seven at minus one thirty-five. I, I like the Buckeyes here. I have some concerns with them too, but uh, you know they're playing with house money here. They kind of got a, a free shot, a second opportunity to be in the playoff. I'm not sure they deserve it after getting blown out in the fourth quarter on their home field. Uh, but an underdog seeking redemption like this can be dangerous. They're going to let it fly, cut it loose, all those cliches here and. I don't think they're as bad as they looked in the fourth quarter against Michigan. Gave up a bunch of big plays. Uh, I don't think this Georgia team is at the level it was a year ago either. So I I do believe the Buckeyes are going to be in this for four quarters. Their offense is going to be able to move the football in Georgia. I know Carl Johnson thought LSU was going to be able to beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. But LSU did rack up about 500 yards passing in that game. Mm-hmm. And that's why, where, how I think the Buckeyes are going to be able to move the ball against Georgia today. So I, I expect a, a competitive game. A lot of times we get blowouts in these playoff games. I think this is going to be a really good one. So I took seven with the Buckeyes. Yeah, I, I mean, I think if you take the Buckeyes, you're saying what you basically said there, Matt, is that 
the Ohio State's going to throw the ball, that the one area of weakness is in this Georgia secondary, and they don't get a lot of pressure on the passer. So they, you know, they don't rank highly in that category, and there is opportunities to throw the ball. But my question is, can Ohio State match up physically to the toughness of what this Ohio of, of mm-hmm. what this uh, Georgia offense is? The way they run it, the throw it. I mean, I'm not a Stetson Bennett fan. I would typically be all over Georgia, all over Ohio State here because of the quarterback matchup. But I've 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 actually seen Bennett get better. Oh, you're right about that he, because. The perception for a while was he was just a game manager. I've, if you go back to the Alabama game in the national championship a year ago, he started to make some plays. He made some big-time throws in that game, and I think it gave him a lot of confidence. And he's taking more chances and uh, making more plays this year. So, yeah, I, I think he's improved as well. And um, if the Ohio State offensive line can give uh, C.J. Stroud some time, Buckeyes are going to be dangerous in this game. By the way, they've been favored in 25 consecutive games uh, going into today. Ohio State. Which, Patrick, I want to ask Matt one quick thing. Sure. Does, does Ryan Day in a big game worry you? A uh, l- little bit worried about Ryan Day, even though I think some of the pressure's off him here. Uh, because, like I said, you're, pl- you're kind of playing with nothing, nothing to lose. The thing that concerns me most is the first point you made – I wonder if the Buckeyes are physical enough, if they're tough enough defensively uh, to get the job done. Because uh, I thought they were, you know, a little bit exposed, especially in the Michigan game a year ago. But, uh, Michael, I thought they quit uh, defensively in the fourth quarter uh, against Michigan last month, and uh, that was disturbing. Yeah, I, I, and, I, and I think that's – I think that – that to me is what these games are about. I mm-hmm. think these teams are talented. They wear your will out, and you know, and, and like I think Michigan can wear out the will because of the depth of TCU. Can they match it? And I think Ohio State. I agree with you. I thought Michigan wore out their will. Yep. You mentioned blowouts. Only three mm-hmm. of the semifinal games. So we've had sixteen. Only three have been decided by double uh, single digits. Yep. Over half, nine, have been decided by twenty or more points. I don't know what you attribute that to, Matt. Well, I, I think you've had some SEC teams like Alabama in the playoff that are really dominant. And then you get a number four seed in there, maybe like Washington or Michigan State and uh, some teams like that that uh, probably don't deserve to be on the same field with Bama. And that's why you, you get a lot of blowouts, I think, in, in some of these games. Think about LSU, how good that 2019 LSU team was uh, that blew out Clemson. So, I don't know. It's, it's kind of cyclical, too. And um, Michael's seen it. Uh, over the years in the Super Bowl, we had a we had a long stretch of blowouts in the Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden yeah. we have several years where we have tight, close Super Bowls. So uh, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you overthink it; it doesn't really make sense. But uh, I think if there's a blowout today, it's probably going to be Michigan over TCU. Even though I'm not really predicting that, I don't have a a bet on Michigan. Uh, I think Max Duggan's the best quarterback that uh, the Michigan defense has faced this season. And it's a Wolverines defense that does bend. It doesn't really break much, but it does bend. Michigan allowed 456 total yards to Purdue in that Big Ten title game. It was outgained by about 80 yards. If you look inside the box score, you say, how did Michigan win that by 21 points? So, yeah. uh, you know, I think there's a chance if Max Duggan can play Superman today, the TCU's got a shot. I mean, but Michigan's got that ability just to wear you down offensively. Right. And then, like, in the Purdue game, you get desperate and you make a mistake, and next thing you know – I mean, but this is what – Michigan's weird, right? So, seven, you know, they're in these tight games, and all of a sudden they become blowouts, you know? I mean, they're mm-hmm. in a tight game with Indiana, and they blew them out. They're Rutgers. in a tight game with P- Rutgers, and they blow them out. It's just, to me, they wear you down. They just, they're just – more physically dominating play after play. And I think, look, I think TCU is a great story, but we know TCU is going to struggle to stop the run. I yeah. mean, look what Texas did to them. Well, you know what? That's a good point that you might, might want to think about. If it's a tight game at the half, you might want to bet Michigan in the second half. Maybe Michigan's uh, physical running game makes the Wolverines a good bet in the second half of that game today. That's something to watch. Yeah, Michigan yep. doesn't break in the red zone. 20-20, to 20, you can move the football. They do a pretty good job tightening up in the red zone. By the way, you talked about Clemson and some of these semifinal teams that have been outclassed. How about Clemson was outclassed by Tennessee last night? Tennessee was a better uh-huh. team. Yeah, that was – you know, there was a flood of sharp money that showed up on Tennessee yesterday, and Derek Stevens said they took a bunch of money on Tennessee here at Circa, and that was no doubt the right side. Uh, 
Dabo Sweeney's kind of lost his magic touch here. This uh, Clemson yeah. team we thought was a little bit phony this season really got exposed in that game. You make the quarterback switch to Cade Klubnik, and it doesn't matter. The Clemson offense ran 100 plays in that game last night, 100, and scored 14 points. Uh, that's so, impossible. Yeah, that's, that's a that's, hard thing to accomplish. That's hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> Klubnik was struggling. He does not look natural in the pocket at all. Of course, we know he's a runner, uh, but they had Milton, and Milton uh, outclassed him, of course, and for Hooker yesterday. Okay, uh, before we say goodbye, so again, you don't have an official play TCU Michigan. Is that fair? Uh, that's fair as of right now. I'll probably end game play it, or I'll make some sort of bet during the game. And Where you are you going to watch like the games? Are you staying at the circuit? You staying at circuit to watch them? Staying at circuit all weekend. We'll be out here in Derek Stevens' box. Uh, you know he's a oh. Michigan guy, so um, I probably don't want to bet on TCU and sit next to him during the game. Yeah. Are you prepared for New Year's Eve with Derek Stevens? Oh, of like, course. are you going to have some Gatorade or what? Like, how do you prepare for that tonight? Well, I'm going to be doing a three-hour NFL preview show from six to nine here at Circuit tonight, and then uh, after that, the drinks start. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's that's the game plan for tonight. Good for that you. is good. that is dangerous and good for you. And sincerely, thanks for joining us all season. Of course, bet prep coming up tonight, and then it's on. Like, where will you guys go for like when when you ring in the new year tonight at Circa? Where will you be? Uh, I don't know. Actually, there's there's the a lot of bar. different. Yeah, there's a lot of. The, okay. I don't know if it's going to be Mega Bar or if it's going to be uh, on the roof. Who knows? Derek Stevens could be the Legacy Club up top. Derek's also go. Derek's Good always uh, got things uh, planned out. Hey, we didn't get a chance to talk about the NFL card, but I think it's a really interesting card this week. And uh, how about what happened with the Raiders? The Derek Carr era is history. And um, mm. I did play the Raiders plus 10 in a contest uh, this week. I thought that line move is a little bit of an overreaction. And I actually think that uh, Josh McDaniels is going to call a good game for Jarrett Stidham. On Sunday, he's got a lot of weapons around him, and the San Francisco 49ers don't have a lot to play for in that game. I I think that's an interesting game. Again, you're more than welcome to stick around. If you want to hang out with us for another segment, would you like to or no? Do you have a guest next? Thomas Gable, yes. All right, leave it to Thomas. I'll go eat breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) He just blew us off. Happy New Year's, Matt Eubitz. Happy New Year, Matt. Thank you. Gable next. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM is offering college football fans a chance to make the semifinals more exciting than ever. Just log into your BetMGM account today, place a $25 semifinal parlay consisting of all spread bets, and you'll receive a $10 free bet just for placing the bet. New to betting at BetMGM? Well, it's easy. Just download the app and sign up now to jump in on the action with this special offer. Find out why college football fans choose the king of sportsbooks again. It's going to be exciting. Place a $25 semifinal parlay consisting of all the spread bets, and you'll receive a $10 free bet. Check it out. Reward issued as a non-withdrawable free bet. 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available. Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. As we welcome you back here, Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Happy New Year's Eve. I'm Patrick Maher. We just had Matt Humans on. We're going to be joined by our partner, Thomas Gable, who runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata. I can tell you that officially, how many did you send me? You just sent me another add on. So I think you sent five yeah. total plays in college basketball today for VSIN pros. Is that the answer? That might have been Thomas six Gable? with Bryant there. Bryant might have been okay. six. Wow. So, but you like the, you oh, like so the board he, today then, huh? It's a lot, big big board on college basketball today. Big board on yeah. college basketball yeah. today, huh? Wow. Okay, officially impressive. six plays from Thomas Gable College Basketball for VEASAN Pros. Remember, you get all those plays when you sign up, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's awesome. Uh, in other news, the Lombardis and Bermans brought the new year in last night. Some breaking news, Earth, Wind, and Fire was on the docket. Michael Lombardi there at the Borgata yeah, last night. We, Tell we us. Went over there. I my man, Thomas Gable. We met him for a cocktail over there, Earth, Wind, and Fire at the Hard Rock Casino that they – it's, it was good. It was a nice night. We got war. You know, it's from last week's bitter, bitter cold. I mean, how cold was it, right? Very. Compared. So now we got fifty degree days. I yeah. mean, it's like it's Crazy. the dramatic change. It's just so dramatically different. So, which is not going to impact. I don't. The rain might impact a little bit. We're getting a bunch of rain today, but I don't think the weather's going to impact the NFL this weekend I, at I all. I didn't attend the show last night with you guys, but did Berman get up on stage? 
Yeah, no, he was not up on the stage. <laughs> although the bass guitar player in Earth, Wind, and Fire, one of the original members, had a pair of red pants that I think we got to get Berman to okay. wear. Yeah, there's no doubt. Oh, that's a lock. We got to get those. Speaking yeah. of drama, uh, how about tell us what happened there in the state of Jersey with Purdue and LSU yesterday, Thomas yeah. Gable. Very interesting. Right. So obviously, Purdue and LSU are facing off Monday in the Citrus Bowl. Uh, and. Yesterday, we were uh, notified by the regulators uh, in the state of New Jersey that we had to take that game off the board, uh, cease taking wagers on it, and uh, we actually have to refund uh, wagers. For any wagers made on that game from December 15th or later will have to be refunded. We've already done that. Uh, if you made the bet before December 15th on that game, uh, it could still stand uh, per the Division of Game Enforcement in New Jersey. This is... Um, a decision that they came uh, they came about with uh, I would say it probably has to do with a certain former New Orleans Saints quarterback who now is on the Purdue sideline for this game and the fact that he probably still has a, an equity stake in a certain sports book uh, in the state which is what led the the regulators to make that decision so if you already bet that game in the state of New Jersey Check with your sports book, uh, but refund will have to be issued per the regulator if you bet it after December 15th, and you can't bet it now anyways. You're moving and forward. And so. if you made it part of a teaser option. If you bet it well, part of a parlay or uh, a teaser or anything like that, obviously that leg will just drop off the, the parlay. So. Okay. Good to know. And you mentioned it was a certain player, Michael Lombardi. I, I think we can say it's Drew Brees' involvement with a certain entity. Is that, is that fair, Thomas? Yeah, I mean, they did not name the person. Uh, the the DG did not name the person, but that's <laughs> certainly when you're reading between the lines and the dates that they gave, uh, you but can it, come to that conclusion. It's only effective. Only New Jersey felt that way. The other yeah. So didn't. right now, it's only as far as I know, New Jersey's only state that the regulators are the only ones that took that action. Now, could that go to another state? Possibly, because. Uh, you know, I think regulators at every state will probably take a look at what that decision was and say, well, are we going to do the same thing here? But as of right now, I think the only state affected is New Jersey. So, again, if you're if you're here in this state, you're, you're not going to be able to bet the Citrus Bowl for Monday. Wow. Michael, Georgia just went to five and a half. OK, so this is, you know, in our little world, this is big news because we just dropped below that yeah. key number of yep. six down to five and a half. So to start us yep. there, Ohio State, Georgia. Yesterday, it was six and a half. We've dipped all the way down to five and a half here, Thomas Gable. Right. So what what we saw yesterday really was there was a couple respected uh, players and that jumped on the uh, the six and a half there with Ohio State. Uh, lowered the the number to six. I think even I know there's uh, some respected players who grab money line. I have a plus two ten uh, on Ohio State, and I think you know a couple things there. You, some people probably saw some books move there and and jumped, and uh, so created a little bit of steam there on Ohio State. And now again, uh, you're you're seeing uh, probably some respected money come in there on Ohio State plus the six. So uh, lowers the number once again. This is a game here that I was, I was saying to you this morning. I don't necessarily foresee this this game, the number really even mattering too much in this because I, if Ohio State's going to going to be competitive in this, I think they're they have a chance to win it outright. So yeah, grab the money line, and or Georgia's going to blow them out. So talk about what we were talking about with with a couple of the guys here that that do this for a living. That there's a way to make money if well, you if, if they th- if you believe if they believe, if you believe that, the yeah. premise is true. Yeah. What should a better do? Well, if you could have grabbed the, if you could have grabbed, you know, plus two ten uh, or better on Ohio State money line, and then you, you can come back and bet Georgia on the spread. So right, right there, but you know that's what they were talking about this morning. Yeah, so that's a way to make guarantee yourself a profit. You're, aren't you, Michael? Aren't you surprised here? I mean, it's Georgia yeah, defending champs. They haven't shown a weakness. To be fair, Ohio State a month ago got blown out by Michigan at home. Yet we've seen it dip to five and a half. Again, if you do like six, bet MGM, DraftKings. You can find a six. But if you want to lay Ohio State, you can find a five and a half. But aren't you a little surprised, Michael? I think it's the matchup, right? I mean, Ohio State can throw the football. Georgia does have a propensity to give up passing, although, you know, Tennessee would deny that that happened. I mean, Tennessee couldn't throw the ball that effectively on them. And Missouri kind of made some plays. But even when you were watching the Missouri game, Missouri was never going to win that game, even though they had a lead. 
I don't think I don't think Georgia p- played their best, and so to me, I think this is a little bit like: Are you saying Kirby's not going to have a plan for the Ohio State <laughs> offense? I, I I don't know. Like I don't understand it. I I don't get it, Thomas. Do you? No, no. I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head with the with Ohio State. It's you know they're going to have to throw the ball, and that's where Georgia has been susceptible in the past. But uh, again, when you looked at Ohio State uh, and what they did, I, a lot of people point to that Michigan game because that's Michigan was a tough physical team, and Ohio State really didn't see anyone play with that physicality up until that point when they when they and we saw what happened in there. And Georgia obviously can can match yeah. that physicality. So that's um, the point. That is the point. Yeah. Michigan and Georgia, the probably the two most physical teams in the country. Like Michael says, like Michigan, Georgia's right there. I think the second half, Georgia wears them down. Interested to see that number going. Sorry to interrupt you. I only have two and a half minutes, so I want to get to TCU yep. Michigan with you. I'm seeing mostly seven and a half. So with Michigan, how about at the Borgata? Yeah, seven and a half total, fifty-seven and a half, and uh, mostly Michigan money here. Uh, I will say this real quick on the totals. If you're looking to play a total in this, uh, don't look at the trends of what you've seen so far in bowl season. Uh, I know it's tempting when you see all of these unders that have come in at a, at a nice rate through throughout the bowl games that have already been played. But this is a totally different handicap with these two games. You have to remember with, with a lot of these other bowl games, you had a lot of kids opting out. The yep. draft prospects, enter the transfer portal, coaching changes. So you had a lot of teams that were playing second and third string guys that weren't ever taking first team reps during the season. So what that turned into was almost an exhibition game for, for a lot of these programs. And what do you see in exhibition and preseason games? You see unders come in. Right. This These two games here for the, for the playoffs today... They're not, they're not that. So don't look at that trend of the unders and say, okay, well, you know, the unders have been hitting. Handicap these games separately. Yeah, I agree. That's a great point. I think that great this job, is at Thomas. least, yeah, this is the matchup that, you know, we think. That we know these, these are two situations we know we can control. The other games, we have no idea about the level of, is Riesling going to, Cam Riesling going to, is he playing, you know, is all Caleb Jackson, all these guys going to play, Caleb Williams, I mean, all, we don't know. This game, we know. You know, it's interesting, like, for example, TCU, Quinton Johnson, their wide receiver, if he was on Michigan, he'd be their best player on offense. So it's not like TCU doesn't have talent, Michael. You know what I'm saying? It's not this almost David Goliath situation. TCU is very talented. They've been tested all year. Seven and a half is a big number. But again, Michigan coming off that, what, 45-23 beatdown at Ohio State, really rolling right now, especially with that run game. TCU is a little bit like the Minnesota Vikings. They've won a lot of close games. And, you know, that's contagious. You just don't know when that level of comp increases. Can that happen? Eight and one in games decided by 10 points or less. TCU, to Michael's point. Thomas, a very happy new year. Thank you for all you do for us here on the Lombardi Line now for years. We appreciate you. Yes, happy new year, guys. Thank you very much. The Borgata, of course, he runs the race in sportsbook. Again, just to reiterate, he's got six college basketball plays today. The only way to get those plays is become a pro. It's vcin.com slash subscribe. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know... What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, 
how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Brent Musburger, and Happy New Year to you and your family. Get $10 free when you sign up right now for First Bet, VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for 10 bucks free instantly. Plus, you get 100% match deposit on up to 200 bucks over at First Bet. With wagering at over 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks, it's all there. For more details, go to VEASAN.com slash horses to sign up now. That's VEASAN.com slash horses. Uh, speaking of family, our family, JVT and Danny, are coming up next. It looks like JVT. So we should bet this as a family and as a network. He's going Iowa, Kentucky over the 31 and a half. Michael, you're laughing because we were talking during the break. I agree with Jonathan Von Tobel. I can't get down on an under 31 and a half when there's so much variance and volatility with turnovers and who's in, who's out. That's a low total to be pulling for there, 31 and a half. Yeah, and I mean, like, look, I, I know that Kirk Ferentz and the Ohio Iowa program's conservative. So is Mark Stoops in Kentucky, but it, it's a ball game. I, I can't imagine they're not going to try to let it cut it loose a little bit and have a little bit of fun and do that. You know, I, I just that's, think to me that's unbelievable. <laughs> that's a sweat. That's a sweat. I don't want to be involved in thirty-one and a half pulling for the under. Okay, outside of that today, Kansas State, Alabama. I'll start there with you. You've been kind of shocked as far as Bryce Young and Will Anderson. What Matt Eumann said to me, I totally agree with him. doesn't make a ton of sense. If you're going to play the game, you're going to play the whole game. You're risking injury because right. he heard reports that they weren't. Those two weren't going to play the full game. You've got Bama laying seven and a half and a big total here, 57 and a half. You know, I know everybody lo- – I, I just think to me when I read what Nick said today about where he feels, and, and obviously he's going to do some things to the program, uh, but I think as Bryce Young's last game, I think they want to go out as a winner, and I think they'll cover. I, I would take Alabama and lay the points. I really do. I would be surprised. You give, I mean, I think Jick Jack said it well. You give Nick Saban a month to get ready to play you, I think he'll be ready to go. I think his defense will be ready to go. But I do think that, you know, I think their offense will be ready to go. And I think if you watch some of the – I mean, the, the Texas game, you can run the ball on – this TCU team – excuse me, this Kansas State team's good. Now, they've got to play really well in the kicking game. I think that's going to be key for Alabama. But I would lay the points and take Alabama. Kansas State, this is a national championship for them, playing not just an SEC team, but playing Bama. So a huge stage for Kansas State, opportunity for recruiting. Speaking of recruiting, you mentioned Nick Saban feels like he weeded out those guys and maybe some of the bad apples through the transfer portal that didn't want to be there. Is motivation high for Bama? Well, the number one draft pick and possibly, and Bryce Young's going to be playing, and Will Anderson, a top five pick. So that tells you what it means to the program. And I think he's gotten rid of the distractions. So who's ever playing in this game is going to be on the team next year. And I think they have to play good, right? Like all the guys that were causing that they weren't going to be on the team next year, they're gone. So there's no infighting. So like either you play well or you're not going to be like that. When he got killed by Oklahoma in that in that game in the Sugar Bowl, when they weren't in the championship, there was there was no transfer portal then. So nobody could leave. So there was a lot of discontent that, hey, this is not a game that's big enough. To me, those guys are gone now. So everybody here, 
you're either putting your foot on the gas because we're going to have spring ball and you're going to play. This game's going to determine who plays next year. So I think there is motivation for Alabama, even though everybody makes it easy to say there's not. The flexibility of the portal certainly has changed the landscape, Michael Lombardi, of college football. That's a conversation for another day. Ohio State, Georgia, you take a look at your board. We're getting five and a halfs everywhere. I, for one, am surprised by this. Georgia's five and a half here. It's going to be played, of course, in Atlanta. What do you have, Ohio State, Georgia? I mean, the one thing I've learned about college football this year is wherever there's been steam, it hasn't really worked out very well. And there's a ton of steam on Ohio State. I, I, I mean, I am maybe too conservative because I think Georgia's good. I think there's some vulnerability here. I really do. But when the number was seven and I wasn't in love with it, why would I take the five? I, I, I'll, I'll take the Georgia and lay the points. Again, I think Kirby's smart against Ryan Day. I think it's going to be a really fun game to watch and make notes of uh, to see how they adjust it. I don't really know if Day can adjust it enough to be able to win the game. I'm with you. I'll fade Matt Humans with you as well. I'll lay the five and a half. I'll get a good price with Georgia close to game time here. By the way, Felika's play of the day, we mentioned him earlier. He is on Kansas State today. Just for betters, wanted to get that out to you. TCU, what Michigan. What was his number at Kansas State? I think it's six he and a half. He had him at seven. seven. It was seven. He had him at seven. seven. That's right. So, he, yeah. can catch a, he can catch a hook now at seven and a half. Feels better about his yep. bet. So for betters, Felica, ESPN, Fox Sports, he's all over Kansas State today with his best bet. TCU, Michigan, it's seven and a half, Michael. Michigan's laying it. I like Michigan. I think Michigan, I, I know they're vulnerable in the secondary. I think this. Will, I think the over is going to be a little bit in play here. I do. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a back and forth. I, but I think by the end of the game, by the fourth quarter, I think Michigan will prevail. Totally agree on the over. Love the over 57. If you can find it, mostly 57 and a halfs out there, but I do see Circa is sitting 57. I think there's going to be some fireworks in that one over in Phoenix. Okay, so that is the college bowl season. As again, remember, no games tomorrow because we've got uh, pro football. One thing I will say on the second, which is coming up in a couple of days, of course, tomorrow's New Year's. You and I both like Utah. So let's get that out there before we transition and previews tomorrow's show. Uh, Like Utah laying the point and a half against Penn State, correct? Yeah, I I do. And I I really do. I like Utah in that game. And I think, and there's some, there's two, there's one and a halfs out there. You shop around, there's still two and a halfs. So, you know, I think to me, uh, I, I like it. I like it. You know, if you can get this thing at one, one and a half, I, I, I like it on the money line as well. Okay, so before we take a break and say goodbye for the last time in 2021 here on the Lombardi line. So, excuse me, did I just say 2021? That see exactly yeah. how this is 2022. We say goodbye into 2023 tomorrow. We'll be here with you tomorrow morning for an NFL version of the Lombardi line and just wanted to get some news and notes to preview that. One, David Blau, who was on that Minnesota Vikings practice squad a couple of weeks ago, is in. McSorley's going to be the backup here. That is in Atlanta. Atlanta's up to five and a half with David Blau starting for the Cardinals here and that touched six right away you know right before I got ready to do Russo yesterday the news broke that Colt McCoy uh was out with another he was experienced more concussion symptoms so they took him out and this line jumped immediately up to six it got bought back to five and a half look I I like you know a lot of people on Arizona in this one and for good reason Colt McCoy I mean they took with Trace McSorley they took Tampa Bay which people think are just going to walk all over Carolina tomorrow they took they took Tampa Bay in overtime so you know this isn't like they they laid down you know and so without Colt McCoy though and David Blau I think it becomes problematic although this Atlanta defense is not very good playing at home I, I think to me that's why you'll see this line shift it was interesting how quickly it went to six just getting some previews in and then we'll go in depth of course we'll have the Lombardi numbers as well tomorrow juxtaposed with the market I don't think Hertz is playing he's still TBD as far as the boards is considered we've got five and a half Philly laying it with New Orleans coming that tells me Hertz isn't going to play as that number continues to dip here is it five and a half now yeah, five back, and a half. Because it was six. Because it was six and a half yesterday Correct. at five o'clock when I did Russo, and now it's back no, down it's to five. five and a, half. a lot of, a lot of people are on New Orleans. This is New Orleans is a sharp play. Just, just keep aware of that New Orleans is a very sharp play. People feel like New Orleans defensively will match up to against Gardner Minshew, and they can run the ball without Lane Johnson. I think we're so focused on Jalen Hurts missing the game, 
but Lane Johnson at right tackle, him not being in there when he when he went out in the second half of the Washington game, the Washington the Eagle offense kind of stalled a little bit there. Now they've had some time to prepare for this, but not like they did in that game. But I think that's a significant injury there, and I that that's a sharp sharp play. I think that's the games that that when you look at the board, there's a lot of the sharp plays are to me where you're seeing this movement on certain teams and it's reflective in the line and I think that's one of them well you know there was six and a half when there were still some decisions to be made as far as Hertz or the backup in Minshew and now it's down to five and a half it tells you it's pointing to Minshew another quarterback decision has been made Tyler Huntley is in for Baltimore was sitting two and a half yesterday not much of an adjustment a couple of shops showing two. Baltimore laying it with Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett in town yeah, I mean, I don't know when we're going to see. To me, the bigger question here is when are we going to see Lamar? He hasn't practiced. He hasn't practiced at all. I mean, isn't like, you know, we know that we saw Jalen Hurts on the practice field, right? You know, we, we haven't seen we haven't seen Lamar Jackson, you know, and, and we know that if they don't win, they're the fifth seed. They're going to go play the AFC South winner, whomever that is. You know, do they get a rematch with Jacksonville, who they got beat, beat, lost to down there, or do they have to go to Tennessee? I mean, that's going to be the interesting factor there. But they need Lamar if they're going to get anything done, right? Plenty, of course, and plenty more. They're going to be playing for the division next week in Cincinnati. Plenty more on the NFL tomorrow here on the Lombardi Line. Just want to quickly, Michael, it's a pleasure, partner, working with you. I know you and yep. Millie have the surf and turf tonight, so stay safe and enjoy it. And it really is a pleasure. Uh, Happy New Year to you, buddy. Happy New Year, too. Enjoy that California sun, Patrick. We'll be all right in the <laughs> rain here. Don't worry about us. It is Thank actually you, Justin. raining. Happy New Year to my man, Justin, here. He takes care of me right here. Justin. Gets me water. You know, I I don't get much more than water, but he gets that water for me. I appreciate him. And I want to say Happy New Year to Jeremy, John, Jeff, Andre, and of course, Elliot back at Circa. Happy New Year, and thank you for all you do for us here on the Lombardi Line. JVT is on that over early today. And Danny coming up next. VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. You heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 